Industrial Revolution. And to talk to us more about this, uh, we are joined on the line by researcher and economist Catherine Grant uh, Makokera. Thanks for speaking to us this morning. Good morning. Thank you. Now, Catherine, first off, what list of problems await the world leaders at this annual meeting? Ah, it's a long list, unfortunately. Um, when we look at what the World Economic Forum put out recently uh, about a survey of risks that they do annually just before Davos, um, there's, a, there's a very interesting sort of shift that's happening if you look at what business leaders actually think is, is going to be troubling them in 2016. Uh, there's much more focus on environmental issues this year. We know that ourselves with regards to the El Nino uh, weather pattern that we have at the moment and what that actually means for our economy. Uh, There are new threats like cybersecurity was perceived to be the biggest threat to business in North America for 2016. Uh, So I think that there's a very long list facing our leaders in Davos. And uh, speaking of cybersecurity, I guess um, it ties in quite nicely with this theme of mastering the fourth industrial revolution. Mm, Absolutely. So this is something that the World Economic Forum has come up with. Um, Klaus Schwab is apparently writing a book on the fourth industrial revolution at the moment. And, And from what I can gather, it's really talking about how we balance technology and human the human side if you like in terms of leadership going forward as we have new things like robots and drones uh, artificial intelligence entering into our everyday life into the workplace what what does that mean for for global leaders and if we look at what's happening uh, this year angela merkel not attending mm-hmm. and, and 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 in some way giving credence to some of the criticism uh, saying that this is nothing more than a talk shop because what people want to know is you know, what comes out of this uh, in concrete terms. So what are some of the more actionable items uh, that we have seen come out of Davos meetings? I think if we'd look at that from a South African perspective, we, we have seen a few things over, over, the, over the years. Uh, one is, is related to the World Cup that we hosted here in 2010. Um, I think Davos was used both as a lobbying tool to ensure that South Africa was able to host that um, big event, but also it was a way to promote it at the time. And uh, South Africa had, had extremely good marketing and branding around uh, the 2010 World Cup, which I think contributed in part to its success. Um, we've also seen it as an opportunity, for example, to uh, talk to people about our energy crisis um, and to ensure that we were able to access funds from international development finance institutions like the World Bank and the African Development Bank for ESCOM, uh, and also to make sure that, that uh, we can continue to do so as, as we will need more funding for energy going forward. So I think that they are the types of things that happen at Davos. It's always very hard to quantify the value of something like this, which is effectively just a networking platform, if you like. It's really about building trust. It's really about building relationships. Uh, but, of course, that's hard to put um, mm. a, you know, a figure on. And then Minister Praveen Gordon saying that the one thing about us as South Africa is that we're very open about our problems. So what will South Africa be putting on the table at Davos this year? Uh, it's interesting. I, I was looking at the delegation list. It's a very big delegation going from South Africa. Uh, a lot of parastatals, um, which is, is to be expected. So we will no doubt be talking about some of our infrastructure development plans. Uh, we, we will be needing investment. Um, that includes, I see, a, a big team from Transnet, for example. So we'll be talking about the transport. Energy will definitely be there. We can put money on that. 
Uh, and perhaps we'll be also looking a bit, bit further beyond ourselves um, and the interconnectedness of, of the, the African continent. Um, I'm sure that that will be a theme for South Africa as well. And you spoke about that big delegation. And looking at one of our severest challenges, uh, that of unemployment, um, have you noted you know, great youth participation at this WEF conference? The WEF does go out of its way to try and uh, bring into uh, play a whole lot of different non-stake actors, and they do have youth-based um, programs, and there have been South Africans who have participated in those, but, but that tends to be through the World Economic Forum's initiative itself. Uh, what we don't see still happening is the inclusion of youth in the preparatory meetings, for example, that took place last week uh, before everybody headed off to Davos, and, and we don't see people in the Davos delegation You've got to remember, though, that Davos is quite a closed forum. You have to be invited and you have to pay your way. So it's not a, not a cheap experience.